fanboys and fangirls, welcome back to another episode of the What the Fanboy Show. Tonight I am joined in person with Luke, the look at my phone man. Do you like that red case? No. He hates the red case. Yeah, it's case. actually pretty good. It's new. I thought I'd brighten up my life. I feel like I need one of those because my phone case is black. I've had a dark green one for a long time, and it was nice. It's muted and... You just, I lose it. Yeah. I'm white. Whoa! Who's this? Uh, joining us virtually, Tyler, the Blue Beetle Davis. Oh. oh. <laughs> uh, thanks, I think. No, uh, we don't need oh. to do the nicknames. Oh, oh, okay. No, no, no more nicknames. My bad. My bad, guys. We got <laughs> My bad. We got to train. We got to train Brett on nickname. You're game. wearing a shirt. I don't know. Thorny somebody's nickname. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a blue beetle shirt on. It's super dope. That Let me cool some shirt. blue beetle. We will. Um, uh, yeah, we'll be talking about blue beetle here shortly. But before then, uh, let's talk about some trailers that came out. Get some new X, trailers this week. Yeah. Um, first one, I'm sure Tyler didn't see because Luke didn't see it until he walked in here and then I made him watch it. And it's the uh, Peter Dinklage, um, Anna, Anne Hathaway rom-com, rom-com yeah, with Ms. Marissa Tomei called She Came to Me. Uh, yep, I watched it. Oh, you did? Okay, great. Looks yep. okay. I'm not much into rom-coms, but I think these are good actors, and I think their perf- performances may make it a little more enjoyable than your yeah. traditional, like, rom-com. Yeah, it's an, interesting, it's an interesting cast for this genre of film. Yeah. So, I, I'm, I'm intrigued, I'll say. I just liked the part where uh, he was using the hand vacuum, and he was <laughs> using the pitch of it turns it off he's like no 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 no, no. no. <laughs> yeah because uh, she knew it. she knows the assignment yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was just so relatable um sometimes like you just hear a pitch and you have it in your head and it goes away and you're just like oh i wasn't gonna match that <laughs> i feel like that's just something that everybody in my family you guys are all musicians yeah <laughs> musically inclined we do our best you do awesome. Oh, thank you. Luke the Misfit. Silky. Oh my gosh. I'm about to kick that's you better, off this show. That's better than the other nicknames you've provided so far. So I'm, I'll allow it. Look, if you're listening to this He's podcast, not even being creative. He's just reading shirts. I have the biggest smile on my face <laughs> right now. <laughs> okay, I didn't see that. That is a dope shirt, though. Oh, Luke. Respect. Surf Club Misfit. I went to one of those shows Misfit with Renegade you. Wolfpack. You've got a, uh, you've got. I know you've got some trailers written down there. Do I? You or no, I don't. On your head, in your. I, I asked you beforehand, and you I were like, "I have a trailer." I have two bullet points, and there's nothing there. Tyler, <laughs> hit me with a trailer. This one, I know probably the whole world saw, so figured it's worth talking about. But Good Burger Two. Oh, I didn't see this. Oh, uh, I didn't see this yeah, either. Had a teaser trailer from uh, Paramount Plus. It looks like skit from all that mm. with a bigger budget so um i loved good burger as a kid if i end up with a free trial of paramount plus maybe i'll watch it but i'm definitely not going out of my way to see this it doesn't look like it'll be very good not an instant sub type of thing never seen <laughs> no. a good burger movie or <laughs> no. show 
But have you ever had a good burger? I've had many. Had yeah, great plenty burgers of good burgers out there. there. Yeah, that's true. True. Um, the next one I have is called Freelance. It stars John Cena and Allison Brie. Also a rom-com. Also, yeah. Action I mean, an action rom-com. It definitely feels like, Luke mentioned this uh, earlier. He said, it kind of feels like that Sandra Bullock movie, Lost City, with Channing Tatum. And I oh, I kind of agree. It doesn't look as good. Like, that one ended up being way better than it had any right to be. <laughs> yeah. uh, and this one, I think it has potential, but the production value looks a little lower, um, in my humble opinion. Uh, so I won't get too excited about it. That said, John Cena is great. Um, he's good at action. He's good at comedy. Allison Brie is good at comedy. So, um, dude, he crushes these kind of movies. Yeah, he'll probably like, be that like blockers. That energy. Oh, blockers was so funny. Oh my god, he, he absolutely crushes. He can this he can bring film. anyone on board, kind of, <laughs> and just carries them through the film physically so. and. Or, Literally and metaphorically. Yes. Yes, exactly. I guess the one trailer I can remember is Percy Jackson. Oh, that was the other one. What did I call it? Percy Jackson in the Disney volume. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I didn't watch this. I saw that there there was one. Yeah, it was a pretty quick teaser trailer, and it pretty much just looked like it was... It looks like we've given up on shooting in real locations. And... Uh, it's kind of the Disney way at this point. Yeah. And we were watching it, and I even mentioned to him, it's like, they're not even showing the floor anymore of the volume. Where, like, in the movies and shows, they used to have props and stuff on the ground. Like, in Mandalorian, there's a yeah. rock and there's dirt on the ground. And now it's just like, tilt the camera up <laughs> and stand in front of the TV action. Good enough. Next scene. Yeah. Whatever. I'm, I'm glad... Fans of that series are getting a TV series. Yeah, but it, if it's not good, then I feel bad. <laughs> What's your um, Willow fans seem to be happy and uh, they that they was were like also the only thing they've got. And it was in immediately canceled. Thirty years, so oh uh, yeah, I don't know. Not a not a super strong week for new trailers, but. Um, I guess there was the Scott Pilgrim trailer. There was the Netflix anime Scott Pilgrim trailer with like all the returning cast voicing their characters, which is cool. Which is cool. I I think this one has the potential to be this like a pretty strong adaptation. Adaptation, exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm happy for Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> I've never seen it. <laughs> Me neither. No, we were just talking. We were all talking about this. Like, yeah, we maybe we that's our next movie night, and you can sit down and watch no, Scott Pilgrim. I'd rather watch Baby Driver. <laughs> yeah, but you've seen Baby Driver, and it's great. And I'd rather just watch it again. <laughs> Dude, I love Baby Driver. I'm always down to watch that movie. All right. Well, it's one, of, it's one of my favorites. We'll put we'll put Baby Driver on one screen, and I'll sit there with Scott Pilgrim on the other screen with my headphones in. <laughs> Well, and that if that's the case, we can watch Ready Player One as well. Oh, God. I'm putting on Rise of Skywalker. Oh, oh, oh heck yeah, baby! <laughs> Pain, why do you do this to me? And then right after that, we'll finish it off with a rewatch of Secret Invasion. I don't know what I what I did to deserve this, but let's move on to some more fun talk. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so maybe not a great week for tr- tr- new trailers. Gamescom's um, tomorrow. Yes, Gamescom is tomorrow There will night. be lots of gaming-related trailers to talk about next week, won't there be? And movies, uh, I think, too. Like Rebel I don't Moon. think there'll be a whole lot of like new announcements. I think there'll be a lot of gameplay demos, though, to mm, talk about. For it's sure. like Alan Wake, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, not not Call new announcements, there, but weird. yeah, we'll get some new but, uh, footage. Rebel Moon is gonna have a trailer tomorrow at Gamescom. They did have that little itty bitty tra- uh, teaser, like teaser, a... ugh, with more slow mo. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's Zack Snyder. Like, slow- I mean, what do you expect? Slow mo of a ship flying over a field in a teaser trailer. It didn't look good. Gotta pad that time to so make didn't... sure you can get two, and then get two director's cuts for each. Yeah, so. for sure. I don't I, look pretty I don't know. I I just don't understand. I'm just like, glad it wasn't blurry. With it. Sure. <laughs> That's like the I, don't I think the his only thing I care with about. Now. Yeah, it's an interesting uh choice to make slow-mo like one of your like that's your defining thing yeah you know weird but i i mean he's had success so whether or not it's critical success that could be debated but he's certainly he's got a cult he's certainly had financial success and he's getting to do more or less what he wants so Good for I you. Think he, I think Zach he Snyder. more really just wanted to make Superman a cuck, but Man. he lost out on that opportunity. So, <laughs> well, speaking oh of DC <laughs> and the uh, new DC or well, the old and new DC coming together. cinematic universes, this week we the got the release film. of Blue Beetle. The uh, Look at that. Ooh, Tyler on the screen, if you're watching, or if you're listening. Tyler's got some comics there. All this Blue Beetle stuff. He's a real fan. Tyler's, look, Tyler's like the biggest fan of, like, lots of things. I love it. He has a shirt, he has a comics. I know he, uh, it was one of his mains in Injustice 2. He gets into things, and I love it. So, Tyler, I know you are a huge Blue Beetle fan. Um, Yeah. Why don't you lead us off with your thoughts? Yeah, I guess I'll start with uh, a qualifier here, right? Um, as we've just mentioned, I, I definitely have a clear bias towards Blue Beetle. Um, and I started my letterbox review with that, too. It's like, yeah, I'm definitely biased here. So take this with a grain of salt, I suppose. Um, but I guess, you know, my general impression, just this is a comic book movie that never loses sight of what it is. Um, unapologetically Latin, as, as said by the director, and just filled with so much heart. Um, and and I couldn't put a finger on what it was that superhero slash comic book movies had been missing over the last few years, um, and I think this movie made me realize that it's it's heart. Like it, this movie just has so much heart in it, and it and it bleeds through the screen. Um, and by all accounts, in my opinion, Blue Beetle hits its mark. I think it hit exactly what it was trying to do, um, and that was just really refreshing, especially with a character that is very uh, niche. I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. I had not ever heard of Blue Beetle until uh, this trailer. I mean, the news came out that there was going to be a Blue Beetle movie. And and mm-hmm. so I'm kind of on the opposite end of Tyler, where it's like, I'm certainly not. And, and, and Tyler, I, I will say, I feel like you, you're not giving yourself enough credit. I think, yeah, because you love the character, I understand the desire to be like, hey, I'm biased. But like, 
there are people who love things and at the same time like are very judgmental of anyone mm-hmm. else's adaptation um and and i understand that like you're probably just excited to see blue beetle on the screen yeah um at the same time because you are such a fan you have a unique perspective in that you know just more about the character you you know if they're being true to the character and if they're not you can you can see that easier than someone like me so uh bias or not i appreciate your insight um thanks i really do echo tyler's thoughts though i think that it's a movie that was clearly made or at least it the begin it's its origin was of smaller scale and it that allowed the director the writer director the the cast and the crew to to focus in on something that a lot of the bigger superhero movies miss which is that heart it's the family dynamic um and i think it does a really good job it looks good when it got that extra 50 million dollars or whatever from dc when they were like okay it's not going to go to max it's going to go in theaters Uh, it will go to max but it's going to go to theaters theaters first and so it looks good it feels good i think it's got some weak points but overall it's a really good time yep yeah that was one of the things like i was really happy about too that's just like dc said no this is good enough good enough as not like things on streamers aren't yeah, good, you don't. but this deserves yeah. a theatrical release. Mm-hmm. And I think that's awesome that they recognized and really went all in for that. Um, I wish the box office also supported that a little more because it deserves it because it is really good. Um, I will say if you're tired of superhero tropes in movies... Um, this one does not stray away from that. Um, there's yep. a lot of familiarity in mm-hmm. what, like, the what some of the more general superhero story beats are. I think where this movie excels is the lens in which we watch it, which is a Mexican family, and it's it's a totally different perspective, and it's it's fantastic. The Reyes family is awesome. I fell in love with them so fast. Yeah, um, yep. they're incredible and I thought all of their performances were incredible too they really draw you in and like Tyler mentioned Hart like you can feel that in the script and you can feel that in the characters and their performances as well and it really just pulls you in yeah yeah. the, the other thing I go ahead I, sorry. I wanted to add to Luke had mentioned you know the tropes are there for a superhero movie and I think that's important to point out the other thing I will say to add on to that is this movie has very, very big Shazam vibes. Shazam 1 vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, if you really liked Shazam 1, this movie will hit a lot of those same kind of feels. Mm-hmm. Uh, family, blended families, things like that. Like It hits you in the good spots mm-hmm. like Shazam did. And mm-hmm. I just think that's, that's awesome. Because Shazam's another movie that doesn't really do a whole lot to circumvent the superhero tropes. Mm-hmm. Um, but the heart in that movie is what makes it stand out. And this is, again, uh, they have the same DNA, and I think that's really cool. Yeah. And as far as, like, superhero tropes go, it's it's Ant-Man. It's, yeah. th- it's the movie. It's Ant-Man. Pretty mm-hmm. much, like, beat for beat. Um, and I have zero problems with that. I love Ant-Man, the first one. 
um, and I love this movie, and just like the different perspective is really what makes it feel different. Yeah. Even though mm-hmm. the little dots along the way are the same. Yeah. Well, and I think it feels like the both of the well, I so Shazam, excuse me, Shazam is in the 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 DC side of things. Ant Man's in the in the Marvel side of things. I think though, especially with when you think back of what DC had been putting out pre Shazam, there wasn't this sense of, uh, or the sense of the hero and the hero's journey and discovering who they were in their films. Uh, this is specifically kind of since Man of Steel on was very much as this like, I am a god amongst men and mm-hmm. I stand alone. And what does that mean? And that's an interesting take. Um, but Marvel also kind of did that quite a bit. Um, and it and it it's refreshing to see, you know, what happens when your family knows you're a superhero? <laughs> How? Yeah. What, how are they reacting? How are they trying to help you? Um, those are the things that like Shazam does really, really well, um, especially in the first one, maybe not so much in the second. Um, Ant-Man kind of toys with it, but it's more of this like found family with the Pims um, and not his natural, his, his family, which eventually does get there, which is great. Um, but yeah, I think... Also, uh, I really enjoyed the music. Oh my gosh, the score was so awesome! I was <laughs> yeah, it's good. I was vibing through it. Whenever like the the synths would come in, I would just be like, "Oh yeah." We had homies cooking right now. We had some younger kids <laughs> sitting off to our left, and every once in a while I'd look over, and they'd just be like bouncing up and down. <laughs> they were getting into it, and it yeah, it makes the uh it it helps keep the energy up it mm-hmm. it doesn't really need it it's a very fast movie but it does mm-hmm. make that you know a little more enjoyable that you don't feel like you're just being rushed through for no reason you're also kind of vibing with it mm-hmm. yeah um bobby Krillick. Yep. fantastic score highly recommend listening to it after you've seen the movie though cuz the titles are spoilers yeah I was listening Dude, I, to it after I saw it, and I was like, "Oh man, they the titles on these songs <laughs> did not hide anything." <laughs> so it's kind of funny, but uh, yeah, the score is great. I, I'd also add too. Uh, I think the CGI looks good. Yeah. We kind of talked about how yeah. this budget, uh, adding the extra fifty million to this, did wonders for it. This is one of the best looking superhero movies in a while. I think. Um, I don't think I think there was maybe one moment where I was like, "Ah, eh, that could have looked better," but I don't it's really. Probably the second best doesn't... looking superhero movie of the year so far, Guardians yeah. being number one, and then this one. Yeah, yep. I mean, I guess yeah, Spider Verse, like, but it's yeah, but... it's an animated movie, so right. it's like... yeah, live action, a little different. <laughs> if we're focusing yeah, no, just looks, on live action, yeah. looks good. That was actually one of the things going in, even when it was first announced, um, and I was worried about was like, and. This is supposed to be an HBO movie, um, and it's going to be in theaters. It's going to come out, and the CG isn't going to be perfect. never mm-hmm. is. And people are probably just going to rag on it. And there are still some moments where it's like, okay, that could have used some more time, probably. When but... Carapax runs out of the basement at one point, I was like, <laughs> yeah. ah, that looks kind of bad. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, the, the um, bug ship, 
looked really good. Yeah, surprisingly good, yeah. Um, the suit, um, practical effects blending with the combat and the special effects looked really good. Um, uh, the suit and everything with Beetle looked great. Yeah. I was just going to say movement. I think sometimes yeah. when you get an actor in a suit, you have them act, you know, do action scenes, how they're moving. It can feel awkward. It felt great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like Dude, you were he's saying, like that... sliding across the ground and stuff. It looks so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dude, I, like, that was the other thing I was worried about was like, is the combat going to look good? And the action scenes were awesome. Yeah, shot yeah. very well, easy to follow, mm-hmm. uh, good use of his abilities, the suit's abilities. Um, yeah, fun. They were fun and, and mm-hmm. kinetic. Yeah. I was a big fan of those. And Dude, when he gets like taken by the suit the first time, and he's like flying up the side of the skyscraper, I was like, yo, this looks so good. <laughs> How did they pull this off? It just, oh man, it's so sick. I think one so of the sick. visual things that I I didn't really like so much, and I don't even know if it looks bad, but when it uses Blue Beetle vision, everything's like wavy. Not really a big mm. fan. I feel like I couldn't really see anything. Yeah, um, there's, and I think that's if if I if I dare to dip my toes into my my one of my cons, it's kind of that relationship with the suit the. They talk about very early on the suit as being this kind of sentient thing, and there's a little bit of that in the third act, but it it really just kind of feels like another Iron Man AI mm-hmm. for the most part, and the the visual style of that vision is kind of wonky, and I'm I guess I'm glad they don't spend too much time in it because I like Luke didn't really find it effective yeah but like they're like when he's on like the bus or looking at his family it's like i have no idea who any of these people are like i don't know who's the anna who's his sister it's like then it turns off it's like oh okay mm-hmm. yeah it kind of had like the johnny cage effect where like he would move and it looked like they'd have shadows that follow yeah like, it was kind of a weird choice um it just looked like they didn't spend a ton of time on it and the, like, they don't spend a lot of time in it though in it, either yeah. yeah you know if yeah. it was if like it, a solid yeah. two or three minute sequence of like a first person action type of thing i then i would have a real problem with it but they don't it's like it's a yep. it's a beat they they're doing a thing they're showing you something you know vaguely important and they're moving on mm-hmm. so yeah yeah if it would have been a lot more it would have been gone yeah yeah it's like what 30 seconds out of two hours and seven minutes yeah (laughs) yeah you know i do want to get to i i have a con as well but i don't want to go there yet because i don't think we've mentioned it yet but jolo madueno is fantastic choice oh yeah he's Um, so good yep yeah he's he's really good Uh, i think you kind of see it's always interesting when a, a TV show actor gets a big movie, right? And you get to see them like really put it on display for a, a film. And with him, it was so interesting because I started watching Cobra Kai, you know, a couple years ago. Um, loved his character in that, and I had started seeing like fan casts of him as Blue Beetle before <laughs> the Blue Beetle movie was announced. And I was like, you know, he would probably be good, but I, they'll never make a Blue Beetle movie. <laughs> and then they announce a Blue Beetle movie, and I was like, oh yeah, no, I mean he'd be great. And then they cast him, and I was like. Oh my gosh, they're doing this, right? And the internet did a good job. 
He, yeah, he was awesome. Yep. I Sometimes mean, he, the internet's really, right. Every once in yeah. a while. <laughs> Every once in a while, it really felt like he just—he really brought Jaime to life, and like I felt like I was seeing the Jaime I've read in these comic books. You know, I read the the graduation day comic series uh, when they announced that it was the inspiration for this movie. I've read the new Fifty Two Blue Beetle run. It feels like Jaime. Yeah. And. Jolo did a great job with it. I thought the whole cast minus one character was really good. Um, I I love the same character. uh, Cord's daughter. I think Cord's daughter is good. Yeah. Um, I. Her, her, and uh, Jaime. I think we're great. Good chemistry. They have great chemistry. They're also dating in real life now. So. (laughs) Oh, they are. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, Now it makes Uh, sense. Big surprise. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, no, they had great chemistry. I thought, you know, obviously we talked about the family. Jaime has great chemistry with the family. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, They felt like a real family. (laughs) They did. Yeah, it was really good. Um, The other thing, the other pro I want to hit on before we move to cons is there is a scene in this movie um, that I think will make a lot of people slightly uncomfortable in that uh it's when the the bad guys show up to capture his family um and the way that's shot and the way that scene feels Mm. and the emotion that is in that scene it really kind of feels like and and hopefully this doesn't you know offend anybody but it feels like a family that's being deported yeah um and it hits pretty hard Mm-hmm. It's like the way it's shot. There's definitely a tonal shift right there where you're like, "Oh my gosh, this is heavy." And I think this is an, that that's an example of um, when Soto, the director, kind of came out and said this movie's unapologetically Latin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's a, a good example of what he's talking about. Yeah. Um, I also think you know not always using subtitles for the Spanish. I think yeah. is a, love a cool that choice. Yep. I love that. I think that's great. Um, obviously the music outside of Krillick's score is, is Latin music. Like it's, mm-hmm. it, it just seeps through the, the screen and I, I loved so much of it. Um, and I think he was a great choice to direct this movie. Yes. And it makes me kind of want to watch more of what he's directed. Um, because I think he gets a lot out of this cast that really isn't like super star studded or anything, but. They, yeah, they who's did the great. biggest name? George Lopez, Lopez, probably. Probably George Lopez. Yeah, and I guess Zolo. Yeah, yeah. Now, oh yeah, <laughs> like, but like he was famous from Cobra Kai. He was, yeah, for but sure. He wasn't, and now rapping. Yeah, true. But like, yeah, now he's now he's a big name superhero. Mm-hmm. Yep. But cast is also a part of my con. Um, Susan Sarandon's pretty bad in this. Yep. Yeah. Weak villain is what I have down here. Um, yep. Yeah, she's bad. <laughs> Not a compellingly written villain. And what she is given, she doesn't do anything like with either. Like, yeah, I, I don't no, know I if, I, if I can point at like, ah, uh, it's just not a good character or bad acting. I don't know. Both probably at the end of the day, like mm-hmm. I would probably put it more on acting. I feel like she kind of phoned it in a little bit, it, um, yeah. but yeah, like the writing for it isn't great. Um, the writing for her crony is better. Yeah, I, at the end <laughs> of the day, she's it's underdeveloped, but it's better. She's what? Mm-hmm. She's like a she's a, like a Lex Luthor kind of 
character. She's an upset rich kid who didn't get what she wanted. Yeah. You know, um, ironically, she still might be like the best Lex Luthor. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, that's one of my yeah. That's probably my biggest con in this movie was that, um, yeah, there just wasn't anything interesting happening with her, yeah. and luckily, the rest of the cast had such good had such good chemistry and were so fun to watch that it it didn't at the end of the day it didn't matter that much. Yeah. Um. But still yeah. a little and bit I mean, of a disappointment to to miss on kind of your main antagonist. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, when you go with a character like Blue Beetle and, you know, Carapax later, having a punchy punchy smash smash fight, generally what you want is good, you know, a good antagonist to follow it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to not have that is kind of disappointing. Um, that being said, like, it was fine for what it was. It, again, this isn't trying to reinvent the wheel. It's not trying to do anything crazy. I think this movie's more of just a, hey, we want you to meet Jaime. We want to mm-hmm. give you Blue Beetle, and we want you to have a lot of fun watching this. And I think this movie absolutely does exactly that. It so, does do that. 100%. It is a day one purchase and on my shelf in 4K <laughs> as soon as it comes out. Um, man, I had a blast with it. Agreed. Agreed, yeah. Luke, did you have any other cons? Um, Yeah. Kind of, but kind of a spoiler. Ah, but okay. Well, can you be vague about it or no? Um, I'll try. <laughs> There's a very small character sacrifice in the movie who you like never really interact with, and yeah. I just feel like it could have been done a lot better. Gotcha. Yeah, it's that's uh it's at the end it's a little oh the end sacrifice okay not the the, uh, not the midway yes not not the death that happens midway through the movie the death at the end yes yeah okay with through the door (laughs) gotcha yes (laughs) fair enough it's not a huge spoiler it's something you will see coming from twenty thousand leagues away yeah and but it's just like Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. That was a weird bit. <laughs> it did have a little bit of like shock value in terms of the graphic part of it, though. Yeah. I was like, oh, that hasn't just, been in this movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. <this whole> time. <laughs> movies do that a lot. And it's just like, why? Why, why do we make that choice with those characters? Yeah. In the end, I don't know. I think it was just more to prove that our bad guys were villains. Yeah, absolutely. But absolutely, it, it, it was it was a small part of the movie and really doesn't affect. I was gonna say it's pretty also. inconsequential at yeah. the end of the day. Um, one other, I don't know if I'm gonna say it's a con for the movie, but it's been a nitpick in, um superhero films in the last couple years and i'm just going to mention it because i it did annoy me a little bit and i'm sure it's maybe it's canon i'm not tyler can tell me but the like the use of nanotech i'm just kind of tired of seeing it and i like i get that it's probably a part of or maybe not nanotech but whatever the shape manipulation that the suit does however it's used um 
Yeah, that's it's just very blue it's just beetle. all over the place now, and and it didn't take away from my enjoyment of the movie at all. I'm just I'm so sick and tired of seeing the helmets disappear and reappear just randomly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Blue Beetles. It's pretty standard for him. Yeah, no, for, no. For somebody like an Ant Man three, it's like we don't need this, right? Um, Iron Man led up to it at least. Uh, Star Lord started with it, but and Thor does not need it. Yeah, I agree. It is very tiresome, but it's it's what his suit is is made out of. Yeah, just the it's a it's a like it's a symbiote. It's a lo- little bit like thing. Venom, right? Like in terms of yeah, yeah, it's a symbiote. It, yep. Or what it sim, is that? How he says it in the middle? <laughs> symbiote. He says symbiote. Symbiote. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah no, it, that is pretty uh, comic accurate for him. Good. And speaking of that too, the the transformation scene is uh, awesome. pretty awesome. Yeah, very awesome. And, it's very you know, intense. Borderline and... horror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like listening to Jolo just scream in agony for four and a half minutes, I was like, oh my. god gosh dude it's and then it's followed up by a really cool kind of first flight scene which mm-hmm. I, I liked a lot mm-hmm. i thought it was hilarious how he's always naked after every fight <laughs> uh, in the car don't look She's, okay uh, it's just like a random little one-off line it's so funny him him and uh the beetle need to have a convo of like hey can we figure this out without destroying at least my underwear <laughs> Yeah, not a fan of being a superhero, and it's like, oh, public indecency. Darn it! Oh man, <laughs> they got me. I just saved the day, <laughs> butt naked in Palmera City downtown. Oh, any final comments? You guys ready to give your rankings? Ratings? I don't have anything more. Uh, other than just, I love this movie. Um, I'm so happy that this movie exists. Um, and I'm so happy, you know, can't speak to it, but so happy for like a Latin, the Latin community to have a superhero mm-hmm. and for it to be a good movie that represents them well. Sweet. All right. Tyler, lead us off. I think I know where you're going, but hit me with it. I'm going to give it a strong fanboy worthy. All right. Yeah, I, I think it's a, a very strong and comfortable fanboy worthy for me. Luke? It's, yeah. a, it's a strong villain away from a booyah. <laughs> Yeah, it really is. Um, yeah, um, I give it a fanboy worthy as well. I think too the superhero tropes. Um, yeah. Some people that's all they'll bit. care about. Um, but yeah, fanboy worthy. It's it really is fantastic. A villain yeah. away. I love that. It's a villain away from a booyah. <laughs> it's a villain away from a booyah, man. It, it's so close. Yeah, um, it's got a lot going for it. I agree. It's got. It does have a lot going for it. It's a fun watch. Um, it's. It doesn't overstay. And and it, it is just a good time. I'm also gonna give it a fanboy worthy. It's like a fanboy worthy for the suit alone being practical. Oh my gosh, dude! The suit looks so good. Thank you for doing that, <laughs> DC and Co. Um, I also see like you know, obviously we're past ratings, and I apologize for extra comments, but I definitely see why Gunn was like. Yeah, he's the first character. Like, he's going to carry over. Yeah. Um, it makes perfect sense. I, I think when you watch it, you'll be like, yeah, he- he's deserving. He should be around. Yep. There's, an, there's, It doesn't feel like there's a time around it. Like, he mentions mm-hmm. Superman. He mentions Batman. It's like, it's just in the DC world. Right. Yeah, they mentioned Flash, too. Yeah, but they don't... Yeah. Exactly. They don't say, 
it's the man it's not the man of steel logo it's not you know <laughs> barry it's not yeah like they, that's true they do mention other characters but they don't really give you an indication of who or which ones they are so um yeah it fits right on in palmera city's disconnected from everything else great Good um start. something i i did just remember that i loved i loved the opening credits oh, oh yeah. yeah that just the fact that there was some Mm-hmm. It was yes. really cool. The music was great during it, and then it was like showing the history of the Beatle. And that confused uh, that confused yeah. me for a while. Um, That's the then, other thing I forgot to mention. And Sorry, then keep going. The other part of the history of the Beatle with, with Ted Cord, mm-hmm. which is kind of a spoiler, but not really. Um, they kind of weave it in. I loved how I loved how Ted Cord was used in the movie. Yeah. Dude, so I, I was just getting ready to say that. I'm glad you mentioned it because the DNA of Ted Cord is all over this movie. I remember when they said like they were going to make a Blue Beetle movie and everybody's like, without Ted Cord, really? Are we really going to do that? Ted Cord is a character in this movie, 100%. Mm-hmm. Whether he's there or not, doesn't matter. His DNA is all over it. The goofy gadgets, the goofy suit, the, the Beetle thingy, the flying Beetle, <laughs> all of it. Like uh-huh. the disco LMG, like... It's it's yeah. Ted Cord's DNA through and through, and I just think it's so well done. It pays so such a good homage to the character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. And I don't know. Did you guys see uh, the director come out and say like, "Yeah, you know, if we get to do a Blue Beetle two and three, we got things lined up." I don't know. Um, I didn't. Was that in the I, front I, bars? I saw it. Yeah, he he has two storylines to chase for a number two and a number three. The one for number three, I'm really glad they didn't try to do that right away. Mm. Because that is a bigger threat than than, uh, first-time Blue Beetle has the ability (laughs) to deal with. If Um, they did that, they'd have to kill him, so... hmm. Uh, Shoot, what was I going to ask? Oh, yeah, Tyler. I I need you to remind me, because I don't remember... Mm -hmm. Was a Booster Gold show one of the announcements Gunn had? Yes, sir. <laughs> Would not mind if Blue Beetle shows up. They can be pals. Who do you think that third mannequin was, my friend? <laughs> I am so out of the loop. and That's, that's Booster, okay. baby. That's Booster 100%. <laughs> and especially with that post credit scene. Hmm. Remember a long time ago when they announced Blue and Gold? I'm pretty sure that's what the Blue Be- or the Booster Gold show is. Dude, nice. that's awesome. Yep. I'm I'm fairly confident that third mannequin is Boosters. Awesome. I can't wait. Very cool. Go All see it. right. Yeah, go see it if you can. It I think it deserves yeah, I, to have some legs, and it deserves a little bit more box office I, uh, I success if, than it's had in its opening weekend. I'm so. really curious if people were just hesitant, because every, everybody was going, Flash is the best movie that's ever come out in the history of movies. <laughs> yeah. And then nobody kind of saw it, and bridges. everybody, for the most part, was like, it's good. It's okay. Yeah. And <laughs> I think the other thing too to consider is California really couldn't go to the movies this weekend. It was um, a bit of a rough uh which is a big market. Yeah. Especially for this movie. Southern California is a targeted audience for this movie. Absolutely. You're right. Um so it's, you know, that's a big market they really couldn't tap into. Mhm. Um 
But are we moving into news? Yeah, we can. Because we can jump right into Blue Beetle winning the box office, despite us just talking about how it's not good. <laughs> I mean, like, look, winning the box office on any given week in 2023, it, it, you never know if that's a good thing or like... Eh. It won the domestic box office by like $4 million, and in second was Barbie. <laughs> yeah. Freaking Barbie is still just absolutely destroying. Yeah, it had 25.4 million domestic. Dang. Hopefully, man, I really hope it has legs. Yeah. I wonder I, what the global for it was. Uh, it was like 43. I can tell you. It was worldwide. Uh, a million dollars. <laughs> Maybe I can tell you. Yeah, it says 43. Boom. Yeah, 43. 43.6. Um, I'm amazed this movie didn't do well in Asia. What was it? In Asia? <laughs> yet? That's true. Maybe it's not out over yeah, there. Yeah, it yet. could not. It might not be out over there yet. It did have uh, f- everybody for, in- for being an opening week here in the U.S. It had uh, quite a few fewer theaters than most openings go. Um, if it's your, if it's releasing wide release, you're aiming for you know that like four thousand theaters type of thing and i think it was in the mid three thousand okay i think um so a little a little under in terms of like number of theaters it was at like tyler mentioned with the storms um there's like excessive heat waves in the midwest and not that that would necessarily keep people from going to the theater but it, it might it might impact it a little bit um i i do think this movie will have some okay legs um mm-hmm. i think word of mouth will help it yeah i hope yeah yeah i, I hope more people see it because it is worth your time mm-hmm. yeah it's um out of the dc films to come out this year it's the one i would recommend same so. and i like both of them so far so <laughs> but yeah you this like one. all three of them has there been three shazam flash and this oh my gosh i forgot about shazam <laughs> um yeah. I'd still recommend Blue Beetle. Yeah, Blue Beetle, I yeah. think, was much better than Shazam. Yeah. Yep. Shazam, too. Oh, I my had, gosh. I had, a lot, man. I had a lot of fun with, like, in the theater, and then I went and I thought about it more, and it, like, I just haven't, just hasn't stayed up there for me. But. I'm getting ready to rewatch it. I'm also about to rewatch Black Adam. Because Dana Why? hasn't seen it yet, dude. Oh. You get a you get to enjoy Skateboard Kid again, dude. Me and I'm Skateboard so, Kid, I'm, I'm gonna so hang out. I'm so jealous. <laughs> um, I guess in other kind of Blue Beetle adjacent news, uh, Angel Manuel Soto is set to direct a buddy comedy movie. Yeah. Um, that before the strike started had Dave Bautista and Jason Momoa attached to it, titled The Wrecking Crew. Um. So good for him. I mean, he's going to get some work now for sure. Uh, studios probably like this movie, even though it's not making money. I'm sure everybody who's seen it is like, yeah, man, that's pretty good. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> probably not whatever he lower, wants. Lower budget buddy comedy movie. Like, he's a good director. Yeah, for that. And, and if you get some from a, from a uh, studio perspective, you get someone who has this kind of word of mouth positive reception critical and audience positive reception you get a couple stars to attach to a low budget buddy comedy that's it makes some money that's going to make some money yep 
Yep. Absolutely. I also, his other movie, I think it's Charm City Kings, mm-hmm. is apparently pretty good. I need to watch that. Yeah, we talked, Especially uh, we talked about that like movie. two years ago, and I still haven't seen it. I was Movie like, night. Because the trailer looked good. I remember watching the trailer and being like, yeah, that looks good. I don't That's okay. It's fine. Uh, what else we got news-wise? I got a bunch of stuff. Oh, so. hit me with it, Tyler. Uh, we already mentioned it, but Gamescom opening night live is tomorrow, the 22nd. Um, I know confirmed Luke said Mortal Kombat, uh, Call of Duty's there. The new Sonic game is there. Uh, there's rumors that Kojima's going to be there to show something off. Probably mm-hmm. a Death Stranding 2 trailer. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what everybody's thinking. I think Alan um, Wake 2 and Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty will both yep, be there. Those two are confirmed. Um, I think Starfield is showing something, but nothing big, just because they come out in it'll be nine days tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I should put order Starfield. Gamescom does not have a public Starfield demo, which has been kind of a hot topic, but they do apparently have closed door things. So, uh, I mean, yeah, Gamescom tomorrow. Be excited. Review codes went out stuff. for it. People are staying at home. Exactly. Starfield. Exactly. <laughs> Have you seen have you seen all the stuff about like these news outlets being like these reviewers got codes for Starfield and we have to do wellness checks cuz we've not heard from them? <laughs> oh no. Yeah, like the Washington Post was like, yeah, this reviewer disappeared for like 48 hours or something like that. And they were, like Howard's worried got him about in, their, him. in his basement. That's awesome. Um also, I guess through 15 hours there's hasn't been a lot of bugs reported. Oh wow. Which is they're not, weird for a Bethesda. They're not game. too far into the end game yet. Exactly. Yeah. They, they haven't found that quest. It's just like, oh my god, I'm walking upside down. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're, you're falling through the floor and all that stuff. But yeah, no, Gamescom this week, so next week will be a lot of fun. Yep. yep. Will be. Uh, more news? You want me to keep yeah, going? Yeah, keep going. Charles Martinet is uh, moving on from voicing Mario. Nintendo. Oh yeah, that was made official. He announced it as well. Um, thanks for the memories, Charles Marnet. Really loved his Mario voice, and uh, it'll be one that I hear for the rest of my life, probably. Mm-hmm. One of those voice actors who is not known by name, even I think in the gaming space all that much, but like their contribution, his contribution has mm-hmm. been huge, and everyone recognizes it it's just like just not his name that people have recognized and and now mm-hmm. i hope um upon this retirement he can probably get that praise that he's always mm-hmm. deserved um, but not always gotten mm-hmm. at least in the public eye so yeah. anyway chris pratt time to step up <laughs> <laughs> oh god no oh yep uh more gaming stuff lots of gaming stuff this week um, Xbox has announced some themed console wraps for the Xbox Series yes. X, uh, starting with three of them. Starfields, which looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, the Arctic camo and mineral camo, which I would never get, but nope. they look cool. <laughs> uh, I think the coolest thing about these, they're not vinyls. They're not like stickers. Mm-hmm. They're like actual wraps that you just put on the console. They, c- they don't cover any of the vents or anything like that. Um, I think they're, ma- really they're cool. magnetic, I- right? Like they... yeah magnetically connect at the back because of the shape yep. of the xbox being just a big old rectangle that makes it really easy and they probably store really well if you get multiples you can 
keep them real flat out of the way um and swap them yep. that's pretty dope yeah i would love to get one of these but i definitely will not get one they're of these. they're a um, little pricey and my xbox isn't out enough like as a display yeah. piece that i would really feel like it's worth the 60 dollars for it i don't want a white playstation and a white xbox <laughs> you gotta have one of each i do Fair point. it's honestly like a completely real answer like it would be giant white xbox giant white playstation tiny little black switch <laughs> <laughs> so and like yeah. my playstation is in the middle of of my uh tv area mm-hmm. so it's white and then like it's nice and symmetrical symmetrical and i just can't mess that up weird uh answer and people might just learn something strange about me and fun facts <laughs> with luke luke loved symmetry but sometimes yeah. Like Wes, Anderson, Wes Anderson symmetry, honestly, makes me want to vomit. A little too much. It's too much. <laughs> uh, moving on, David Vonderhaar. You guys hear that name at all recently? Say it, uh, uh, can you say it three times fast for me? David Vonderhaar. David Vonderhaar. David Vonderhaar. Wow. Is leaving Treyarch after 18 years. Um, has been working on Call of Duty for Treyarch since Call of Duty 2: The Big Red One. Oh my gosh. Um, most famously known for the Black Ops games, um, which some of my favorites, mm-hmm. um, is officially moving on. He's he's announced he's working on a new project, unannounced. Can't talk about it, um, but he's excited about it. I think Call of Duty is a franchise that probably needs some new blood. So yeah, you know, good for him to get to move on to do something he wants to do, and to get out from the Call of Duty brand. Let him breathe a little bit, not be forced to make a game every year. And uh, yeah, Dave Vonderhaar provided us some pretty good games. So, Yep. No, it's cool. Yep. Um, last thing I have, another gaming thing. Angry Birds developer Rovio has been acquired by Sega. Rovio, mm. Rovio. So be ready for your Sonic and Angry Birds crossovers, boys. Oh, boy. Yay. I would guess. I would guess movies. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. Oh boy. No, how I feel about that. Okay. I care so little. I'm just gonna be completely (laughs) honest. I I guess that's true. I, I more on like the in general the industry side of things. I'm not thrilled with that, but it's fine. It's whatever. It's okay. Microsoft's gonna buy him here in like five minutes. Right. Right. Dude, one of my predictions was they would buy Sega a couple of years ago. Yep. <laughs> um, the other thing I would say, you know, my last news story is, um, you know, a lot of sucky things happen in the world. And we're just here to tell you that if something bad happens, just blame it on James Gunn. <laughs> um, it's fair play. He, you know, he, it's his fault for everything. So um, blame it on him. That was my favorite threads thread um <laughs> this week was yeah i some, got a flat tire on the work thanks James. <laughs> someone was yeah. like they <laughs> showed the, the non two trailer in front of blue beetle oh my kids were terrified great movie though uh you should be ashamed to, james yeah and then everyone in the comments was just for the fun of it being like oh my movie theater had sticky floors and <laughs> yeah <laughs> my tire blew out or it's it, and I think uh, I think James probably 
finds that humor. I think he was. I hope he was getting a kick out. Yeah, of it. I think so. He's he's a good sport. Yeah, he he loves that stuff. Yeah, um, he's like, yeah, I don't pick the trailers, brah. <laughs> Come on, brah. Uh, it, I do. I will say that was an interesting one for me to see in front of. Yeah, it was kind of. It strange. was. It, it was, was just. Did it we was, see the nun trailer? Yeah. Maybe the I wasn't in there yet. Was in front of Blue Beetle. Maybe I wasn't in there yet. Maybe you I walked I in. I don't remember it. Yeah, it was I just remember cool. trolls and Wonka. No, yeah. <sighs> oh, and then Dune. You didn't because it was two Timothy Chalamet movies back to That's back. That's right. I did see one. <laughs> I did see Dune, but I'm so distracted by the awful trolls trailer and the awful Wonka trailer. That just everything is raced. <laughs> So potentially some good news here, uh, at least in my mind, it's good news. A federal judge uh, late last week upheld a finding from the U.S. Copyright Office that a piece of art created by, by AI is not open to protection. Let's go. Uh, that should be really helpful for the strikers um, in their negotiations. Um, also, if studios start making something with ai i need everybody on tiktok and everybody that makes a fan film to immediately force it into whatever project that they're working yep. on absolutely because steal it. it's yep. steal it free yep, yep. let's Open make them hate data. ai <laughs> you know what that does that mean we can uh, just post rock paper scissors anime onto our channel <laughs> i don't know how that works <laughs> maybe it's not, right it's not all AI. It's not all AI. But that is the like Tyler said, that's the right question. Yeah. It is. It is. Um, I don't have any other news stories. I've got Luke? two. Um, I'll start with a sad news, which is Amazon Prime's canceling shows. Yeah. Um and they're blaming the people that work for them. They're blaming the people who make the shows. Because they're on strike, and they're like, oh, Peripheral Season 2, guess it won't get made. Um, and then A League of Their Own, oh, guess it won't get made. Too bad. Both were Did renewed. Did you watch the first season? Of A League, League of Their, of their Own? Own? I watched the first yeah. episode. <laughs> was it good? I didn't think it was very good. I heard mixed reactions to it. I didn't dive in myself. I only watched one episode, so it's not really a great... Uh, taste test i guess i didn't get to experience a lot of it but i was just like i want to watch something else so yeah. I just moved on yeah um really bummed about the peripheral though that show Me was too. awesome it was heady but i enjoyed it yeah um the other story i have is bungie announced their next game kind which of is, kind of which is an incubation and it's a frog moba <laughs> Maybe it's the mobile game they say they've been working on. Nobody really knows. Everybody really just can't get past frog style game, which was in their tweet. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really care about a MOBA personally. I wish them luck. But yeah, frog. I think I think Kermit it, the Frog MOBA. I think that makes sense from their look. I think they're trying to be the next Blizzard. 100% they are. And th having these kind of... They were partnered with Activision, and they're like, we can do that. Wait, we... <laughs> we, 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 we got our uh, 
live service game. We'll have our. They're like, we can do that. Let's we'll go make these free, other two games and forget to, about this one. Free to play multiplayer thing, and then they'll have their MOBA. Yeah. So. I'm pretty. They have a deal with NetEase. Yeah. Too. I have a feeling it could be this. I think you're probably right. Because it, it's about the right time. Yeah. That NetEase uh, partnership was announced like four or five years ago, I think. Yeah. So. It wasn't for like a hundred million dollars or something. Hundred mil! Jump change! Woo! Oh, over in the chat, Broken Roller, good to see you today. When the AI attack, they'll remember that you tried to oppress them. Probably. Good. 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 I'm gonna. I'll be a martyr. I'm gonna oppress the freaking crap out of AI. They can suck it. I'll go. I'm gonna steal all their work. (laughs) 1v1. 1v1 me AI. It's okay. They're all logic and binary. (laughs) They cannot fathom to predict my wild instincts going inside (laughs) my head. Bring it on. And if I lose, I lose. You know what? Who cares? It's fine. If it dies, it dies. You'll fight valiantly. Uh, Let's not go that far. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. We wouldn't want to go that far. Okay. What did you guys do this week you want to talk about real quick before we wrap up the show? I only did one thing. Um, new game, Madden Ooh. 24. And how is it? Um, did yours work? <laughs> I yeah. heard it didn't work. Yeah, he never works. joined me uh, for Halo, so it must have worked. Yeah, it works fine. Um, the biggest thing I think the difference there's some small changes to franchise mode with like trades. You have way more trade slots now, which is really nice. Um, the way you develop players is much better. You actually can do like mini camp drills. There's actually a training camp now, which is more like mini games and stuff. Um, so developing players, you know, young players is a lot easier. Um, the other thing I'll say is it's just harder, like by its nature. I think they did some updates to kind of the way like higher rated teams behave against like lower rated teams. Like, so the commanders are a lower rated team, right? Like they're, they're not a very good football team. They're usually 500 or better. Mostly most every year. And, um, you know, I struggle against the really good teams. Like I have a hard time beating them. If I do beat them, I've gotten blown out, which never happens on Madden for me. So it's been a nice change. Uh, the gameplay feels really good. They have made some very, very good updates to the gameplay. The AI works a lot better. Um, like the blockers block the people they should be blocking, uh, which is really nice. Um, and then just more stuff works, nice. if that makes sense. So like historically, you could find like four plays and just run those four plays on a loop. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the AI picks up on that and they don't let you do it. They'll, oh. they'll stop it. AI, you too, say? Like AI. That's right. <laughs> I'm buying Madden um, so I can destroy is, that AI. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the other thing is, like, more plays work now, too. So, like, more of the offensive plays that you can choose, more of the defensive plays that you can choose are viable options, mm. um, which is really nice and refreshing. It keeps you calling different plays throughout the game. Um, on Madden 23, I probably ran inside zone 150,000 times because it was just unstoppable. Yeah. On this game, I can run it still, but not nearly as often. Mm. So... Um, yeah, I mean, I'm having a good time with it. I, I love playing Madden, um, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent. I buy it every year. I'm, I'm one of those shills, <laughs> happily. Um, hey, but you hopped off the I Call could... of Duty train, so it's fine. I did. Yeah, I did hop off the Call of Duty train. 
I tried to get back on it and it let me down. So, um, yeah, man, that's that's really it. I've just been playing some Madden 24, really enjoying it. Otherwise, um, I'm kind of touch and go on shows. Uh, if you've been following our show for a little bit, uh, my second kid's going to be born soon. So, any second, uh, five, any second, four, yeah, that's, that's three, two, one. Oh, I'm not so, hearing. Uh, I'm not hearing the wah. Uh, yeah. I was more waiting for Danny no. to go. Toilers. <laughs> we Let's gotta go. go. We gotta go. <laughs> We're doing it live. <laughs> Whoa, that's one way to yeah. get more viewers on the stream. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that our audience would love that, but I think most know, people went through that section of health class, and everybody left it going. No thanks. I'm good. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, when I get that's that's what I've been doing, man. Just cool. kind of waiting. Love it, Luke. Um, I've actually only been doing one thing as well, apart from like the shows that I just watch regularly, regularly, regularly. There we go. Regularly. That I always watch every week. Um, I, I've, I've just been playing Remnant 2. I talked about it last week. Yeah. It's so good. One of the coolest games I've ever played. Um, I'm pretty close to beating it. And since it's procedurally generated, you don't do everything. So what you do is you go and you re-roll the world. And you get a new map. And you might get new places. You can fight a boss but differently because you put in a key somewhere mm-hmm. and so i've been doing that so i can get more weapons and mods and things um oh, it is so good um i think i think i'm gonna beat it before armor core comes out on friday i hope i can um but it is it is an awesome game truly truly awesome nice very cool you used to be going a lot longer in that section. I you? am a little, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of racking my brain. I usually have a, a nice five to ten minute nap there, and I didn't get it today. Oh. Okay. Oh well. Um, <laughs> I've been busy doing lots of non-podcasty stuff, like I, we talked about last week or briefly teased last week. Uh, things that I hope fans of this podcast will one day get to enjoy, but for now, uh, it's all kind of. The, the the sausage is being made and it's a process are you under nda uh i yeah i signed an nda to myself so if i say Me anything too. literally just my hand compulsively i didn't sign anything so let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> um so we put this script idea through AI. no through an ai <laughs> no absolutely not um i have been playing a little bit of halo infinite and apex uh, in my moments when I need a little bit of a reprieve from racking my brain. So those have been good. Those are those games are both in very good places if you're looking for, on Xbox, uh, I guess Apex on PlayStation and PC as well. But um, uh, a solid multiplayer free-to-play game that you can get in, get in some matches. It's not going to feel like you have to spend your entire life uh, grinding out on it, but is that a dig at Destiny? Uh, maybe, maybe, brah. 
That's bold as somebody that hasn't played it in a year. Come at me, brah. <laughs> played Destiny like at all in three weeks. I did get on today, though, to clear out. Oh, uh, get ready for the new... Comes out tomorrow. Season. Showcase tomorrow. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, we'll have to talk about that next week, so... All right. Uh, oh, Baroque and Roller uh, this week finished Final Fantasy. I don't know what number that is. 16. XVI. No, nope, that's too many characters. 16. Um, it has some great moments. It has some boring moments. It's kind of a letdown, but still fairly good. That sounds like a solid Matthew McConaughey right there. That's pretty on brand from what I've heard about it. It's, it's just middle of the road. With- <laughs> it was so i heard like everybody talking about it and how great it was mm-hmm. and then skill ups review came out and he's like i did not like this game <laughs> and then slowly but surely you Everyone got well it's, was, it's well yeah. but it's, it's it's like okay so it's okay just yeah. okay just the demo was cool like i like the way the game plays but it has like 30 hours of cutscenes. I'm not about that life. <laughs> Are you going to play Baldur's Gate? Only has 174 cinematic. <laughs> yeah, hours. but I feel like that's different because the cutscenes are based on you what roll you do. and stuff during them. Yeah. Mm. So like, you could beat the game in 10 minutes, too. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, the cutscenes are, like, kind of you playing in Baldur's Gate. Yeah. yeah. I didn't realize that when that was announced because it was like 100 plus hours of cutscenes, and I was like, I'll never play that game. And then I saw how it played, and I was like, I will play that game. I yeah. cannot wait um, to play that game. Unfortunately, yeah, it comes out the same day as Starfield on PlayStation. Yeah, Stupid. Maybe that'll be like a like a Christmas time game after you've put in 300 hours in Starfield over the fall. Or can... Starfield sucks. Look, it could. It won't. But it could. Just, I'm I am completely prepared for a world where I buy Starfield, and because it, because it's a Bethesda game, you don't I'm, have to buy Starfield. You can just get Game Pass for a month, download it, play it, and then when you eventually just stop playing it because you don't like single player games, you just cancel Game Pass. I feel like look, <laughs> I feel like the more responsible thing for the industry is to be like, I support Xbox making big single player games, and I want to. Th- Prove that with my wallet. I'm willing. I'm also buying a physical copy of this game to, eventually. To so. put that down. Eventually, yeah. Just and like, be like, case. here yeah. you go. Have your money. Make more things. Are you getting the uh, play it early version? It's an extra $35, so I don't know yet. <laughs> or with Game Pass, you can pay $31 and not have to buy the physical copy until later. You also get the soundtrack digitally, which will absolutely be on Spotify. (laughs) And you get an art book digitally. So what's wrong with digital? Nothing's wrong with I just You're out here going, oh, it's all digital. Why? Because AI is gonna steal the art? (laughs) (laughs) There's something about a like a physical like book art book to flip through that I like. Go to Barnes and Noble, it'll be there. Probably it'll have it excited about it but i don't get i, I don't get that version with the or digital upgrade or just print it out <laughs> i am i am why am i defending my purchase decisions to you two i'm gonna buy the <laughs> it's been a show okay uh thank you all for watching thank you all for listening hey, hey before we go before we go angel manuel soto reveals who his ted cord fan cast is anybody have any guesses 
um shoot i can't remember his name i can't remember his name uh give me a hint alan tudyk i i love alan tudyk would be a good one but that's not his fan cast i actually love his fan cast i think it would be really good who is it jason sudeikis oh yeah wow that's good that is good he would be so good i love that that's fantastic Ted Lasso's done. Maybe he's got time. He's got, yeah, he definitely has more time now for sure. That was fun. Do we have any fan box? No fan box questions this week. Um, But we'll be back next week, and you have the opportunity to give us a fan box question if you send us something over on Twitter or email, or if you join us in the chat, you can ask us a fan box question during the show, and we'll get to it by the time we kind of roll around to the end. Uh, we're live on Twitch Monday nights, 8 p.m. Central. Uh, the next time you hear or see us, um, Tyler's going to be even more tired, and not because of video Maybe. games. <laughs> what comes out next week? Uh, movie-wise or? Gran Turismo. I think we should finally review the Meg 2. Electric too fast, is. too furious. Two megs, two megu. Two megs, too deep. Two megs, too miraculous. Trench. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to hit the end the on this habit. before we say anything even more stupid. Uh, too, too late. <laughs> too late, it's, indeed. There's been too much stupid in this episode. <laughs> Thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.